In Georgia Ag and Review for the week of May 2nd, we had some cotton news. Well, when it comes to the cotton research and promotion program, the Cotton Board wants growers to know... Their dollars are hard at work. That's Monty Bain, Southeast Regional Communications Manager for the Cotton Board, who says they want growers to be informed of their various efforts, all aimed at increasing their profitability. Trying to let all the growers know of any innovations that, that Cotton Incorporated has done, not only in, in the field and, and research for them on the chemical end of it, but the end product. And they also want the growers to have a say in what those innovations are, as they are asking for producers who have not yet participated in Cotton Incorporated's Electronic Producer Priority Survey to do so. So, this survey started with a directive from the board members of Cotton Incorporated and the Cotton Board who wanted to give grassroots producers the opportunity to offer their individual input to help guide the efforts of their cotton checkoff program. By now, producers should have received a postcard in the mail, which includes the web address and the code to unlock the survey. The 15-minute survey allows for farmers to comment on their issues and concerns throughout the growing season and to prioritize their specific issues and concerns. The survey will remain open until May 25th. And with the latest on that devastating weather, Randall Wiseman had this. More recent storms affected many people across the southeast, including cattle producers in certain portions of the state. Georgia Cattlemen's Association's Executive Vice President Josh White said a number of farms were hit. Several of the tornadoes went through pretty heavy uh, farm and cattle country, in one in middle Georgia through Lamar and Spalding, sort of south west of Atlanta where there's a lot of cattle and and I know of several farms that were hit, lost a lot of barns and some houses, fences, and then also in North Georgia, which that has been covered more widely by the media. I know of several farms that were hit, losing barns and, and equipment, but we're thankful by our members that things are safe. White said he was not familiar with any loss of livestock in the state. From most of the folks I've talked to, the cattle are okay. It was more structure damage and you know, more equipment-type barns or working facilities, and there were not cattle under the barns. Uh, I'm sure there probably is some. I haven't, of course, talked to every producer, but uh, have reached out to the ones that I knew were in the past and have talked to several of them, and several of our board members have visited with them. So looks like, for the most part, not a whole lot of loss of livestock. But he wants producers in the storm-affected areas to know the Georgia Cattlemen's Association is there to help in any way possible. We are uh, reaching out to our local chapters, any of them that need help coordinating, maybe a work day. We're happy to come help a little bit physically, but also help coordinate anything we can to help out. For more information, just contact the Georgia Cattlemen's Association office in Macon. And we will wrap up for this week with Everett Greiner. Some say it may take three to five years for the American economy to recover. Others say, although it's slow, the economy is already resounding. Here's what two prominent Americans, one a former congressman, the other a retired NATO commander, say. Agriculture is driving the economic recovery. Now, they also say that food plays an important role in our national security. And then they conclude that unless we double food production by 2050, millions of people will go hungry. Well, instead of pushing in that direction, Washington appears to be allowing agriculture to be burdened with regulatory assaults that will slow production, raise costs, and increase paperwork. Food production could wind up like education, paralyzing the source by regulating it into a position of ineffectiveness. What then? And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.